Ciao, sono Mark e oggi ho una notizia. We have some fantastic news for Italian learners. Starting February 2024, our Coffee Break Italian Masterclass is a brand new way to help you take your Italian to the next level. Aimed at intermediate Italian speakers who want to move on to an advanced level, the Masterclass covers advanced topics such as pronouns, the conditional perfect, the passive voice, subjunctive structures and much more, and it ultimately helps you sound more Italian. It's a six-month coaching course with a different module covered each month and it starts on the 1st of February. The lessons are self-access so you can work through each module and benefit from feedback and support from our wonderful masterclass tutors Francesca and Maurizio. Imagine building your fluency with the Coffee Break Italian team over the next six months. Does this sound fantastico? Search today for Coffee Break Italian Masterclass or visit coffeebreaklanguages.com Italian and join the class of February 2024. Places are limited and we're starting soon. Allora, cosa aspetti? Ci vediamo alla Masterclass. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Coffee Break Italian, Season 2, Episode 14. Buongiorno a tutti, benvenuti a Coffee Break Italian, io sono Mark. Io sono Ayla. Ciao a tutti, io sono Francesca. E siamo contentissimi di essere qua ancora una volta con voi, i nostri ascoltatori. Sì, certamente. Come state? Come stai Francesca? Sì, io tutto bene, grazie a voi ragazzi, Ayla, tutto bene? Molto bene, grazie. Eh, anch'io sto, sto benissimo oggi, molto contento di fare ancora una volta un episodio di Coffee Break Italia. Sì, che bello! Allora. Last time we were talking about demonstrative adjectives and pronouns. Ayla, how do you feel about questo and quello and all those other versions of those words? Yes, I'm feeling pretty confident with them now. Good stuff. Well, we've got something new to challenge you today and challenge our listeners. Francesca, puoi spiegarci quello che facciamo oggi? Sì, oggi andiamo a fare la spesa. We're going shopping, excellent. Ma non in un supermercato, ma in un, in un negozietto di alimentari. Oh, ok, so a, 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 a little shop where we can buy food, sì, that kind of thing. Sì. Because we're going to be looking at this from a kind of grammatical point of view. See, we will be introducing partitive articles today. That's a posh word. Partitive articles, oh. basically, <laughs> is the word in Italian for some. Some. That's how we translate <laughs> some in, in English into Italian. Allora, siamo pronti? Sì, mettiamoci al lavoro. E io vi ascolto. Allora, cominciamo con una conversazione, non è vero? Sì, una conversazione in un negozio di alimentari. Ok, so we're in a food shop. I'm going to be buying some food. And I believe you're taking on the role, the, the role of the, the person working in the shop. Sì, la commessa. La commessa, the shop assistant. Ok, let's begin. And we should probably also explain that this is your normal food shop, where okay. you normally shop for food, ok? okay. 
And is that something that people would tend to do in, in Italy in a small town rather than go to the supermarket, for example? Yeah, it's quite common. For okay. example, back at home, I always go to Rosella. <laughs> and I have met Rosella. You met her. <laughs> She's a wonderful lady. Yeah. Okay, let's begin then. Okay. Buongiorno, signor Mark. Desidera? Salve. Vorrei del pane, per favore. Certo. Quanto ne vuole? Un chilo. Va bene. Altro? Sì, vorrei delle pere. Oh, mi dispiace, le pere sono finite. Però abbiamo delle belle mele rosse. Ok, allora ne prendo quattro. Ecco, e poi? Quello cos'è? Questo è pecorino. È buono? Ne vuole assaggiare un pezzettino? Sì, grazie. Mm, Buono, ne prendo tre etti. Signor Mark, guardi, abbiamo anche dei cannoli siciliani freschi freschi. Quei cannoli hanno un aspetto davvero invitante. Me ne dia due. Eh, signor Mark, lei è proprio un buon gustaio. Sono 12,40 euro. Ecco. Grazie, arrivederci. Okay, so I'm getting hungry at the, the thought of this conversation, buying all this delightful Italian produce. Let's do it one more time and listen carefully. This time I'd like you to listen to all of those words before the nouns, meaning some. So, for example, some bread, some apples, some cheese, and what else was there? Some cannoli. Cannoli, yeah. What are cannoli? Can you explain them for oh. Um, cannoli, they are like, well, they are sweet, first yeah. of all, and they are like a, t- a typical Sicilian uh, dessert. Uh, it's like a... Like a pastry a, horn or something yeah, like that? It's yeah, it's like a tube, tube yeah. kind of, uh, filled with uh, ricotta cheese mm-hmm. and uh, canditi, mm-hmm. like candied fruits or uh, chocolate chips, uh, depending. Depending on the, the on where it's from or on just the different filling? Different fillings. They okay. are normally from Sicily. From Sicily. Yes. Okay. So let's listen again and again, looking out for those words that come before, because we're going to talk about these a little later. Buongiorno, signor Mark. Desidera. Salve. Vorrei del pane, per favore. Certo. Quanto ne vuole? Un chilo. Va bene. Altro? Sì, vorrei delle pere. Oh, mi dispiace. Le pere sono finite, però abbiamo delle belle mele rosse. Ok, allora ne prendo quattro. Ecco. E poi? Eh, Quello cos'è? Questo è pecorino. È buono? Ne vuole assaggiare un pezzettino? Sì, grazie. Mm, Buono. Ne prendo tre etti. Signor Mark, guardi, abbiamo anche dei cannoli siciliani freschi freschi. Quei cannoli hanno un aspetto davvero invitante. Me ne dia due. Eh, signor Mark, lei è proprio un buon gustaio. Sono 12,40 euro. Ecco. Grazie, arrivederci. Okay, so obviously I'm buying some different food items in this shop. And each time I ask for something, I'm using a word that translates some. Now, in English, if we said, I'd like some bread, I'd like some apples, I'd like some, some cheese, regardless of what it is you're buying, that word some stays the same. However, in Italian, it needs to change depending on the gender and the number of the noun. And we also need to think about the article which normally goes with that noun. So, Francesca, can you help us here? How would we say some bread to begin with? Some bread del pane. So, literally, that's di plus il Il. and then pane. So, it's like saying of the bread. 
Well, literally, yes. So if you think of looking at something and you're wanting some of the bread, that might help you to remember that you need to say of the del pane. We just don't need to say the word for some yeah, because it's all in the del. See, it's a good idea to, to remember that. Okay, so del pane is di plus il. Si. Let's imagine we were talking about something uh, feminine. So if we were saying, I would like some pasta... That would be... Della pasta. Vorrei della pasta. Again, think of saying, I would like some of the pasta. Della is di plus la. We've come across this before. Della pasta. Sì. Some of the pasta. Della pasta. Esatto, sì. Let's extrapolate this and apply it to others. So let's think about some of the other things I, I ordered in the, in the shop. I, I said I wanted some pears. Sì, vorrei delle pere. So the word for pear is una pera, it's a feminine word. Therefore, the pear would be... La pera. And therefore, the pears, the plural form, would be... Le pere. And if we want to say of the pears, we would make di plus le together, which of course becomes... Delle. And you're bouncing that L, delle pere. It becomes a double L. Double L. Okay, so we can put this rule together. And indeed, for every time we change the definite article, we have a new version of this word for some. So let's go through it in a, in a kind of organised order. Let's begin with a masculine singular word that normally begins with il. So the bread, for example. Il pane. Becomes some bread. Del pane. And of course, as these words combine with di, the I of the word D becomes an E, the letter E. So del pane is D-E-L, del pane. Okay, let's take another masculine word, but this time one that begins with a, a, a Z or an S-T, uh, one that uses lo. Can you give us an example? Sì, si, uh, lo zucchero. Lo zucchero, okay. So some sugar. Dello zucchero. Dello zucchero, si. okay. What about one that begins with a vowel? Okay, let's think of food. Um, aceto, vinegar. Vinegar. Okay, so some vinegar would be? Dell'aceto. So the masculine singular uh, definite article would be L apostrophe here sì. because it begins with a vowel. But when that runs together with D, it becomes dell'aceto. Sì. And we've got double L apostrophe in there. Dell'aceto, some vinegar. Okay, okay, let's move to our masculine plurals this time. Sì. Um, I gelati. Ah, molto importanti. Sì. Mm. <laughs> I gelati, the ice creams. So how would we say some ice creams? Dei gelati. Dei gelati. Now be careful here because we're not talking about some ice cream. That would be del gelato. Sì. But if you're talking about some ice creams, let's go and buy some ice creams esatto. for our friends. Compriamo dei gelati per i nostri amici. Sì. Okay, dei gelati, D-E-I. Okay, what about that tricky one? The one that's S and a consonant in a masculine word. Uh, gli spiedini. Ah, so those are the, the skewers. skewers. Yeah, the, the brochette. Sì. <laughs> so gli spiedini, the skewers. How would we say some spiedini? Degli spiedini. Okay, so listen again there to that one. Degli spiedini. D-E-G-L-I. Degli spiedini. Sì. Some skewers. Okay, so much for the masculine ones. Let's look at the feminine ones now. In the singular we have... Eh, la pasta. Okay, we've already mentioned that. Sì. Some pasta would be... Della pasta. Okay, what about a, a feminine one that begins with L apostrophe? Eh, 
l'acqua. Ah, l'acqua. So sì. water, the water. Some water becomes... Dell'acqua. Dell'acqua. And listen again to the, the bounce there and how it all runs together. Dell'acqua. So some water, dell'acqua. D-E-L-L apostrophe. And it's the same as dell'aceto, which we did before. Of course, yeah. And then looking at the feminine plural. Feminine plural, le, le banane. Ah, le banane. So the bananas becomes some bananas. Delle banane. Okay, this whole idea is fairly straightforward. All we're doing is taking di and combining it with the definite article and then giving the noun. And that is how we say some. The fancy term for this is the partitive article. Si. That's what we call it in, in official language learning terms. Uh-huh. The partitive <laughs> article. So you can now say that you can cope with the partitive article in Italian. <laughs> now, there's one other thing that cropped into our dialogue. And uh, let's just listen again to a small section of that dialogue before we talk about this any further. Vorrei delle pere. Oh, mi dispiace, le pere sono finite, però abbiamo delle belle mele rosse. Ok, allora ne prendo quattro. Ok, what's happening here? I've asked for some pears, I would like some pears, vorrei delle pere. And Francesca, or the commessa, has said, mi dispiace, le pere sono finite. The pears are finished, There's no, there, there are no more pears left. And then she said, Però abbiamo delle belle mele rosse. Listen again to some beautiful apples red. Delle belle mele rosse. Now, I want Francesca to slow this right down because there's something interesting going on here. Delle belle, both of those have two L's. But then the word for apples has one L. So listen to the difference in pronunciation between delle, belle, and then the word for apples. Delle belle mele Okay, so you see what's going on there. It's tricky to spot, but there's no bounce on mele. No, otherwise would be melle. Melle, yeah. So, delle belle mele rosse. Okay, so, but we do have some beautiful red apples. And I said... Allora ne prendo quattro. Ne prendo quattro. Ne is a fantastic word. Because it is so useful. In this case, rather than having to say, Allora prendo quattro belle mele rosse. I just can use this word, ne, and it refers to everything that you've already mentioned. In this case, beautiful red apples. I'll take four of them. Or rather, in, in English, we would translate this officially by saying, I take four of them. I'm using a present tense, ne prendo quattro. Of them, I take four. And the ne is a word that we're going to see time and time again. In fact, we've seen it many times in this conversation. Let's practice it just a little more. Francesca, can you give us a, a further example here? See, sí, um, imagine you want some tomatoes and mm-hmm. you say, I would like some tomatoes. Okay, vorrei dei pomodori. Okay, quanti pomodori vuole? So how many tomatoes do you want? Uh-huh. I could also say, quanti ne vuole? How many of them do you want? Exactly. Perfetto. Okay. And I could then say, vorrei cinque pomodori. Sì. Or? Ne vorrei cinque. Bravissimo. Of them, I would like five. Sì. And then the, the position of the ne is important. Yeah. It's always in front of the verb. Okay. Ne vorrei cinque. Ne voglio un chilo. Esatto. I want 
a kilo of it of or it, of, of them. them. Because si. Nick can mean of it or of them. It's both. Si, si, si it's invariable. Mm-hmm. It's probably also useful to point out, Mark, that ne is always accompanied by ideas of quantity, like a number, for example, ne voglio cinque, or ne voglio un chilo, ne voglio un po', ne voglio molti. So maybe it helps to learn how to use ne. Yep. So the, the ne is referring to of them or of it. And perhaps it's also worth saying here just in a slightly different context when we're not talking necessarily about quantity. We can use ne, meaning of it, because we've seen before, che ne dici? Si. What do you say about it si, or of si, it? Si. Che ne pensi? Si. What do you think of it? But this is for another episode, I guess. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Let's leave it there with our ne. There's one other thing I wanted to, in fact, two other things I wanted to jump back to with our dialogue. First of all, I had said when I tried the, the pecorino cheese and I thought it was delicious. So I said, ne prendo tre etti. Etti. Cos'è un etto? Un etto? Un etto sono 100 grammi. So, your kilogram is split into 10 etti. Sì, bravissimo. So, 10 etti in a kilogram. And it's a, a useful way for referring to, uh, well, the kind of amount that you're likely to, to buy in yeah, a shop. You can buy cheese, prosciutto, using... Uh, Etti. Etti. It's quite common in yeah. Italy. Yeah. It's, it's easier to say than uh, 300 grammi. Yeah, yeah. I would rather use etti than, than grammi for, grammi for some reason, yeah. It makes sense. <laughs> and also because we're talking in a formal way, uh, I'm a, a customer in the shop, Francesca's being polite to me as a customer and so on, we're using the lei form right the way through. And one example that we, we just skimmed over in our conversation is when I said, me ne dia due. And here I'm using a command form, give sì. me two of them, sì. when I'm talking about the cannoli. Don't worry too much about that. We'll come, come across that when we're talking more about command forms in, in a later lesson. Sì. Okay, I think it's enough yeah. just now. <laughs> basta. <laughs> yeah, basta. And we can practice a little bit more with, the, with Isla and put her on the test. Okay, that coming up in just a moment. Interrompiamo questa trasmissione per una comunicazione importante. If you'd like to make faster progress with your Italian, don't forget that you can use the premium version of this course, which features video versions of the lessons, comprehensive lesson notes and bonus listening materials. Allora, cosa aspetti? What are you waiting for? If you'd like to take your Italian to the next level, go to coffeebreakitalianplus.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... 
All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Okay, welcome back. We're back. Having looked at Ne and uh, the part of the article, Isla, how do you feel about what you've learned so far in this episode? Well, I think as I am learning French, I find the structure of it quite easy. Exactly. And indeed, I'm sure many of our listeners have already had some experience of French. And if you have, then en is the equivalent of ne. So the Italian word ne is very similar to the French word en. And likewise, the partitive article works very similarly in Italian as it does in French. Okay, we'll be doing some practice of this in just a moment. But before we get there, let's have some culture. Il caffè culturale di, di Francesca, per favore. Sì, va bene, Mark. Well, uh, now that we have learned how to shop for food in Italy, today we're going to talk about a very Italian alternative to supermarkets, il mercato, the market. Because the weather allows Italians to socialize outside, in the streets, in the squares, and more generally in open spaces, it's quite common in Italy to find open-air markets where you can buy not only frutta e verdura, fruits and vegetables, carne, meat, and formaggi, cheese, but also vestiti, clothes, borse, bags, fiori, flowers, e chi più ne ha più ne metta, and the list could go on forever. From north to south, you can find markets of all sizes, normally full of colours, stall owners shouting out their unmissable prices, and clients trying to contrattare, to bargain, the best deal. Some markets, more than others, are definitely worth a visit if you are in Italy, in Palermo, Ballarò e Vucciria are known by everyone for their fascinating atmosphere, which is perfectly portrayed in Renato Guttuso's painting La Vucciria. In Naples, you must visit Il Mercato di Porta Nolana, which is open all night long before Christmas, so that the locals can shop for their Cena della Vigilia e Pranzo di Natale. Christmas Eve dinner and Christmas lunch. Rome also offers a huge variety of markets, some of which are also sheltered. Not far from Roma Termini train station, you can find Il Nuovo Mercato Esquilino, where you can shop for ingredients from all over the world. If you need a break from your gondola tour, why not pay a visit to Il Mercato di Rialto in Venice? You won't be disappointed by the incredible variety of fresh fish, as well as the unique setting. But it's not always all about food, is it? I mercati delle pulci, flea markets, are not to be missed, and probably the best one is in my region, Piemonte. Il mercato di Porta Palazzo, also known as Il Balloon, in the city of Turin, has the most amazing array of antiques, trinkets, and all those things you think don't exist anymore. 
I could probably tell you a lot more about other markets in Italy, like the ones in Bologna, Firenze, Genova and so on, but hopefully you can now have an idea of the Italian market experience and a visit to the market will give you the perfect opportunity to practice those partitive articles. If you have ever visited an Italian market in the past, please let us know on Facebook and share your photos with us. Grazie mille, Francesca. Prego. That was very interesting. I have been at many Italian markets and always spend too much money. Oh, I'm sure it was money well spent. Okay, let's do some more practice of our partitive articles with Ayla. Ayla, as usual, there will be some translations happening in this part of the, the lesson, but also we'll be checking that you've understood everything. And of course, those will give our listeners a chance to consolidate things too. Francesca, can you perhaps do a quick recap of what we learned with the partitive article first? Okay, so today we learned how to say basically some in Italian. So we need to take preposition di, which turns into de, so it's not the sound di, but the sound de we want, and then we combine it with the definite article. So we need to consider both the gender and the number of the word we're using and of course, if there are any uh, special features like S in a consonant, a vowels, the usual things. The usual kind of things, exactly. So let's put this into practice and put Ayla on the spot here. Um, I'm going to say a word in English. Okay. And then Ayla, I'd like you to say the, the normal the form of the word. Okay. And then we'll convert that to some of the word. And then yes. you can give us the partitive article. Does that make sense? Yes. Uh -huh. Okay, so for example, if we were talking about, I don't know, uh, pasta. If I said the pasta, you would say? La pasta. Okay, some pasta. Della pasta. Very beautifully bounced there. Well done. <laughs> okay, so uh, what about uh, the coffee? Il café. Okay, and some coffee? Would that be del café? Esatto, del café. So I would like some coffee... Vorrei del café. Molto Perfetto. bene. Perfetto. Okay, now, what about this type of soft cheese that's called stracchino? Okay, you know that ST takes a different article. So what would the stracchino be? Would it be lo stracchino? Sì, brava. And some stracchino? Dello stracchino. Bravissima, dello stracchino. Buonissimo lo stracchino, tra l'altro. Okay. <laughs> now we've got another word here, uh, one that begins with a, a vowel. And I'm thinking of the word for a, a roast. It's a word we came across when Katie was helping your mum with, with dinner that ah, time. Ah, è vero. Lesson 39, sì. I think. Avevo dimenticato, è vero, è vero. So the roast, Ayla, uh, can you remember what this would be? If I remember correctly, is it arrosto? Arrosto, so the roast. La rosto? Mm -hmm. And some roaster? Della rosto? Ottimo, sì. Okay. What about uh, peppers? Now, careful with this one because it's not, it's not what it looks like in English. <laughs> it's, a, it's a very similar word. Uh, the peppers, what would that be? I pepperoni. Good, well done. And uh, some peppers? Dei pepperoni. Brava. Okay. And do you know the word for spinach? Spinachi. Wow. <laughs> okay, very good. And so it's, if it's gli spinachi, how would we say some spinach? Degli spinachi. Sì, esatto. Degli spinachi. Uh, let's finish it off with some feminine words. Uh, Francesca, give us a, a feminine okay, word here. Okay, feminine singular. Ah, marmellata. Okay, what's that? Is it marmalade? Uh, I would say it's probably jam. Uh, would, would you have a, a sort of orangey jam in um, Italy? 
è un po' british come cosa. <ride> so you would have marmellata di fragola. Sì, albicocche, albicocche. ciliegie, frutti okay. di bosco. Ok, ok. So if it's la marmellata, how would we say some jam, Ayla? Della marmellata? Sì, Good. ottimo. Okay. Uh, what about, we'll come back to orange things. Uh, how would you say a fizzy orange juice, orange soda? Aranciata. Aranciata, okay. So the orange soda would be? L'aranciata. And some orange soda? Dell'aranciata. Good. Dell'aranciata. Okay, run it through. Dell'aranciata. And uh, finally, what about the word for sweets? Caramelli. Caramelli. So the sweets would be? Le caramelle. And some sweets. Delle caramelle. Bravissima. Sì, delle caramelle, delle belle caramelle. <laughs> ok. Sì, ho una domanda per te, Ayla. Ti piace cucinare? Sì, molto. Va bene. E, e qual è il tuo piatto forte? Do you know what a piatto forte is, Ayla? Would it be my favorite dish or...? Not quite. You're literally your strong dish, your piatto forte, your signature dish. Okay. What do you like cooking? Spaghetti alla carbonara. Mm, gli spaghetti alla carbonara sì. mi, mi piacciono molto. E Ayla, cosa compri per preparare i tuoi spaghetti alla carbonara? Oh, I would need to buy some spaghetti. So, would that be degli spaghetti? Certo, sì, compro degli spaghetti, sì. E cos'altro compri? Um, I would need bacon or pancetta. Sì, pancetta. So how would you say some bacon? Della pancetta. Ok, molto bene, della pancetta o del guanciale, the official version. Sì, la versione <laughs> ufficiale. <laughs> ok. Cos'altro? I would need some eggs. Sì, eggs is actually a tricky word because the singular is uovo and it's masculine, but the plural is in a and becomes feminine. So the eggs is le uova. Le uova. Mm -hmm. So how would you say some eggs using that same rule? Would it be delle uova? Bravissima, ah, delle sì. uova. Okay. okay, so abbiamo spaghetti, pancetta o guanciale, uova e anche... Un po' di formaggio, no? Is that cheese? What kind of cheese would you recommend? Well, I'm not from Rome, but if I remember rightly, the official recipe is with pecorino. But because we are not in Italy, I think we can get away with parmigiano as well. Okay. So how would you say some parmigiano? Del parmigiano. Molto bene, del parmigiano o del pecorino. And one more thing I think you would need for your carbonara. I think I need some cream. Sì, which is not la crema, a false friend, but la panna. La panna. So some cream. Della panna. Bravissima, della panna. Although in Rome they wouldn't put any cream, so be careful. Okay. Uh, okay. <laughs> but we are in the UK, we can add a bit of cream. <laughs> Just watch your bouncing there, Ayla. Della panna. Della panna. So, now that you know all the words, Ayla, can you tell me again cosa compri per preparare i tuoi spaghetti? Compro degli spaghetti, della pancetta, del parmigiano, della... Del, delle? Uova, it's delle a bit tricky. Uova? Sì. E della panna. Perfetto, bravissima. Eh, possiamo tutti venire da te per mangiare gli spaghetti alla carbonara? Sì. 
che bello <laughs> venire da te come to your house we will come to your house we might pick that up next time maybe <laughs> I've got another question for you Isla quanti spaghetti compri Ah, so it's now time to practice ne, meaning of it or of them. So Ayla, how would you say of them, meaning the spaghetti, I buy, let's say, a kilo? Ne compro un kilo. Sì, perfetto, ne compro un kilo. So of them, I buy a kilo. Or you might want to say, ne compro un pacco. I buy a packet of spaghetti. Certo. Ne compro un pacco. Ne compro un pacco. Good. Okay. Um, Ayla, quanta pancetta compri? Okay. Ayla, can you remember the word for a hundred grams? Is it etto? Etto, un etto. Sì. Okay, so you can count in, in quantities of 100 grams. Let's say you wanted to buy 100 grams of pancetta. I would say ne compro un etto. Molto bene, ne compro un etto. E quante uova compri? Okay, this time we're talking about eggs. Uh, how many eggs do you think you need for your for your carbonara? Ne compro sei. Okay, okay. bene, bene. Possiamo andare in tanti a cena da Ayla, allora. <laughs> <laughs> e Ayla, compri dei pomodori? Dei pomodori per una carbonara? I'm testing Ayla's cultural awareness. Ah, okay, okay. <laughs> so, do you remember what uh, pomodori are? They are tomatoes? Yes. Sì. Do you need any pomodori for your carbonara? No, non ne compro. Bravissima. <laughs> okay. E quanta panna compri? Okay, if you're not doing the Roman version of carbonara, <laughs> the official version, and you're adding your cream, how much cream would you buy? How would I say a carton? You could say una confezione. Ne compro una confezione? Bravissima, ne compro una confezione. E l'ultima domanda, metti sale e pepe? You understand this? Sì, ne metto un po'. Bravissima, ne All metto right. un po'. Okay, fantastic. Well, that is where we're going to leave this episode of Coffee Break Italian. We hope that you've enjoyed it. We hope that, that it's given you some food for thought, literally. Sì. <laughs> and that you're all ready to, to buy some things at the market and indeed make a carbonara. And if you can't make one yourself, then it's okay. Isla's invited us all around Dalai. Sì, siete tutti invitati. Allora, è quasi tutto per oggi. That is almost it for today. Don't forget that you can access more of this lesson by going to coffeebreakitalianplus.com. We did a conversation earlier, but we didn't go through everything in detail. But you can access the full transcript of that conversation and indeed lesson notes, the video version and the bonus audio materials by heading over to coffeebreakitalianplus.com. And don't forget, you can follow us on Facebook. And as Francesca said in our Café Culturale, if you've ever been to an Italian market, please share your photos with us. And if you are on Twitter, you can find us at Learn Italian. È tutto per oggi. Grazie molte e alla prossima. Sì, e buon appetito. Ciao, ciao. You have been listening to a production of the Coffee Break Academy for the Radiolingua Network. Copyright 2017, Radiolingua Limited. Recording copyright 2017, Radiolingua Limited. All rights reserved. 
Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.